0: Welcome to the Baseball America College podcast. I'm Teddy Cahill. Uh, we're here at the uh, end of September, um, and it's never a bad time to talk Big Ten baseball. That, that's my feeling anyway. And so that's what we've got here on the podcast today. We're going to be talking some Big Ten baseball. We've got Michigan State coach Jake Boss coming on. He uh, His team... This uh, this last weekend went out, and one of the games that the NCAA is now allowing teams to play, they're allowed to play two fall ball games without it counting against their um, 56-game spring schedule, and Michigan State used one of their games this weekend to to play Penn State down in Sandusky, Ohio, which is, I guess, a bit about equidistant, as uh, as Coach Boss says, um, from the, the two schools, and down there, they all... Michigan State also was able to to work with some special needs kids, um, you know, play some some games with them, some Miracle League type stuff. And then after that weekend, they they went back to East Lansing and um, you know did some Miracle League stuff as well, working with, with again special needs kids and um, you know playing kind of a modified version of baseball with them. And um, you know, so that that's something a lot of programs around the country do. And it's always fun to see photos or, or videos on social media of of the kids interacting with them. And, and Coach Boss talks about how I've already done the interview. Uh, full disclosure, he talked about how um, you know how some of the the Spartans in the past have even wound up changing their major following a, a their, their their games with the Miracle League kids because they just liked interacting with those kids that much that they wanted to. Uh, you know, be able to have that experience more often or, or, or help them in a, a better, bigger way, I guess. So all of that stuff is, uh, is very interesting. And I, I know a lot of coaches do a great job uh, kind of exposing their kids to that and, and, and helping build the, you know, the, whole, the whole player, not just the baseball player. And then we also talked to Minnesota right-hander Patrick Fredrickson, who had an outstanding freshman year, who's a freshman All-American, went 7-0 for the Gophers, uh, who, of course, won the Big Ten, hosted a regional, went to a super regional for the first time in program history, uh, where they ultimately lost to the eventual national champion, Oregon State, uh, out there in Corvallis. But you know Patrick Fredrickson will tell us all about his freshman year and how you possibly try to improve on, uh, on a 7-0 season. Uh, which is, you know, again, he just had a fantastic debut season, and, and we'll see where, where he goes from there and where the Gophers go from there. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a Big Ten heavy day here on, on the Baseball America College podcast, and uh, hopefully you, uh, you enjoy what we, uh, what we have here today for you. So with, it, with that, uh, let's just get to uh, Michigan State coach Jake Boss. Well, welcome, Coach Boss, to the Baseball America podcast. We're, we're happy to have you here today to talk a little bit about uh, Michigan State baseball and, and uh, what you guys have been up to this fall. Well,
1: thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate your time.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys have had already a bit of a busy fall. I know everyone starts fall ball at a different time, but up in Michigan, you guys have been, been rolling already. Um, and, and you guys, uh, over the weekend, were able to, to play an exhibition game against Penn State um, down in Sandusky. And uh, you know, that, that was a pretty big weekend for you. You had an event with the, uh, the Force All-Stars, um, which is a, a team of local special needs kids. And I mean, Jake, can you just kind of talk us through how that all came together uh, for, for this, this weekend events in, in Sandusky?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it, first of all, we had a lot of fun out in Sandusky. I think it was a great weekend both for us and for, uh, for Penn State. We, uh, uh, we have an alum uh, whose name is Brian Storm, and he owns uh, the Sports Force Park brand uh, and built, uh, has built two of them now and is, is working on building several more across the country. But, you know, it's, a, it's an all-turf facility with multiple fields uh, for multiple uses, uh, baseball, uh, they have soccer, they have softball. Uh, they they hosted the the junior cows regional uh, last year. Uh, they host they will host a couple division two and division three regionals this year. Uh, and we were uh, we were able to uh, um, practice there a year ago. Kind of take a weekend almost like a retreat with our team and, and go over there and practice for the weekend. Courtesy of, of Brian, who's become a very very good friend. And uh, we we got to talking over the summer. Uh, and when the new rules came out, that gave us two free games in the fall. Um, Brian said, well, you know, do you think you might be able to bring somebody over to play? And, uh, I got on the phone and looked at a map first, I guess, and, and saw that it was about halfway for, for both us and Penn State, called Rob, uh, Cooper at Penn State. We don't play each other this year in the conference and asked him if he'd be willing to come down. And he, uh, graciously said yes and kind of explained to him what the, what the weekend was all about. And so, um, you know, we served a lot of different purposes, I think, uh, for, over the weekend, um. You know, we got a chance to uh, again kind of get away, just as uh, just as a team, all 35 guys, and um, uh, be able to you know really use that opportunity to to bond with our team, and, and uh, you know the first road trip of the year and that type of thing. Uh, we also, like you said, had a had a chance to uh, to play with the Force All Stars, uh, which was a group of uh, of special needs kids that uh, that were that we were fortunate to have out as guests and and kind of get a chance to, to give back a little bit in that regard and, uh, you know, um, utilize the opportunity to do some community service. Uh, and then, you know, obviously we practiced there on Saturday and played Penn State on Sunday. Uh, um, again, great experience for our guys. We threw a lot of guys uh, that did not throw in the first fall exhibition game that we played against the uh, Lansing Lugnuts, the minor league affiliate of the of the Toronto Blue Jays. And so, um, a lot of guys got a chance to play. A lot of guys got a chance to pitch. We played a nine-inning game, and um, you know I think we benefited from it, regardless of what the score was. Uh, and then um, yeah, got home and, and had a chance to play a, a America League game last night with uh, you know the the Mid Michigan America League of Mid Michigan, which is the same you know type of group as the, the Force All Stars, which is a, a, you know a group of about thirty to thirty-five. Special needs kids um, on an adaptive field, uh, rubberized surface, and uh, um, really the highlight of the year, you know, for us. I mean, it's—I um, don't know who gets more out of that game, uh, those kids or, or our players, because uh, it's just so fun to, to watch our guys develop relationships, not only with the kids but with the families uh, of these kids, and uh, these relationships are ones that will, you know, certainly last beyond their four year or five years here at Michigan State, and. Uh, uh, it's just really neat to watch our guys kind of come out of their shell a little bit and, and understand their role uh, in the community and, and uh, the, the smiles on those kids' faces when they get a chance to to throw and hit and run the bases is is uh, absolutely pric- priceless and, and worth more than any anything that we could ever give those guys. So uh, yeah, it's been a fun uh, it's been a fun four or five days around here.
0: Yeah, obviously, Division One college baseball is a competitive environment, but you get into some of this stuff and and it, I guess what what do you think that everyone is able to get out of it from a from a team perspective from a just a player perspective uh you know from being in these kinds of of situations where where they are you know doing you're know, they're, they're being role models they're 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 being able to do some some service kind of things
1: well yeah that's just it you know Teddy, we talk about that on a daily basis uh, you know i think uh, what was the jackie robinson quote was uh, uh, life is not worth living unless, you, uh, unless it benefits others, uh, paraphrasing there, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, I think we, we uh, impress upon our guys from day one, uh, you know, that, that, uh, the opportunity that the opportunities that they have to positive, positively impact people in our community. Uh, and uh, there's a responsibility that goes along with that. And regardless of wins or losses, regardless of, uh, uh, you know, whether we, uh, you know, got a base hit or struck out, in uh, that, at bat, I think um, you know the things that the guys will remember when they take uh, you know when they look back 15, 20, 25 years from now, uh, will be the experiences last night, the the opportunity that they had to impact uh, other people, uh, the opportunities that they have to to be with their teammates and to to create that bond. Um, that uh, you know there are a million cliches out there, but I think uh, you know they're they're all true in that regard, and, and uh, you know I think it's. Uh, you know, we've had guys that have changed their majors as a result of the America League game that we did last night. Uh, in the past, they've changed their majors from whatever it was to uh, special education or adapted PE um, or to get into education or working with kids um, uh, just as a result of their experience and the uh, you know the the opportunities that they saw to build into somebody else and kind of breathe into somebody else. And so, you know, again, I think that's what it's all about. You know, winning games is, uh, is, is awesome and everybody loves to do that, but I think it, it goes far, far beyond uh, any type of uh, win or loss for us here at
0: Michigan State. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I guess that's what college is all about is just finding, um, you know, the, the things that you're passionate about and being exposed to, you know, different sorts of things and finding what you can do in the next steps of your life.
1: Well, that's just it. You know, and most guys, when they come here at 18 years old, uh, have no idea what they want to do for the rest of their lives other than play baseball. And, you know, certainly I, I look back when I was a freshman in college and had no clue what I wanted to do. And, and, uh, I think you hit the nail on the, on the head, you know, guys need to, you know, we, we try to encourage them to find what they're passionate about and, and relentlessly pursue that. And, um, you know, uh, again, the, the responsibility that I believe that we have to make a difference in, in other people's lives and the responsibility that, uh, that they have to understand that they have when they put that jersey on, uh, goes far beyond, you know, any type of competition or, or anything like that. And so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it certainly is a rewarding experience as a, as a coach. Uh, it's one of my favorite days of the year because I just kind of get to sit back, lean against the fence and, and watch my guys um, enjoy themselves with these kids and it is really something that it's hard to put into words to be quite honest with, with you because, uh, uh, they do such a good job and these kids have such a good time. It's hard to get them out of there after the game. And, uh, <laughs> the bus ride home is, is something pretty cool for me because, you know, I get to listen to these guys. I overhear them talking about, uh, the experience that they had with their, uh, you know, with, with the, the, the young person that they were partnered up with that day. And, uh, uh, you know, I know, you know some, of, some of these guys are big, tough, strong guys, uh, but at the end of the day, I think it tugs at uh, everybody's heartstrings a little bit, which is, uh, which is pretty neat to
0: see. For sure. Well, you guys, you mentioned playing Penn State, and um, you, know, you guys have kind of played fall games the last few years. Obviously, those counted against the 56 games that you were allowed in the spring, and now they don't, but what do you find that, that you get out of playing uh, games during the fall?
1: Well, you know, there's a couple different things. I think it's, it's important, uh, you know, we, we play the Atlantic uh, Love Nuts right away, you know, the day after Labor Day. And so we don't have a whole lot of time to prepare for that. We start practice September 1st and it seems like three days later we're playing against the pro guys. So, uh, that in and of itself, the experience uh, of doing that, it's a, you know, obviously a glimpse in the pro ball for our guys. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's something that, you know, again, they never forget. We, uh, um, you know, we throw the young guys in there right away and try to get them up the speed fast. Uh, and uh, you know, this year it'll be a little bit different um, with the, the games kind of spread out a, li- a little bit more, like in the past. Uh, we have played some games that we've tied into football games. We played Notre Dame before, uh, both here and on the road. We went to Indiana. We had BYU and Air Force come to us and kind of all tied those in with football games. Um, but this year, again, a little bit differently. Uh, the, way it was planned, and and we we threw a lot of returning guys against the pro team, we threw a lot of new guys against Penn State, and, you know, there's, uh, it it breaks up fall ball, obviously, again, it's a chance for us to get out on the road. Against uh, against somebody else, you know, and I think we learned a lot from, from what we did on Sunday and how we played on Sunday, and uh, a lot of good things and, and maybe some bad things that we can uh, correct and, and get better from. So uh, a lot of positives all the way around.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just at this point in the fall, how, how much more time uh, do you guys have with them, or, or and what what are you looking forward to to doing with them uh, with, over the last few weeks that you have of fall ball?
1: Yeah, we're about halfway through right now. We'll finish up, I think, on October 15th. That's the end of our 45-day window. Uh, and, you know, for us being in the North, we, we, we try to take advantage of, of every day and, and do some type of inner squad every day. So we change our, you know, we, we map our pitching out so that uh, we can play at least three, four, maybe five innings
0: Last year, you guys uh, finished up. I guess it was twenty-two and thirty. Not where you guys would have wanted to be, I'm sure. But uh, as you look to build off of that, to I mean, the Big Ten is pretty competitive. It often turns over a lot from year to year. I mean, just what, what are you looking for th- this year's team, uh, you know, to be focused on as as you get into twenty nineteen? Well, you know,
1: as disappointing as the year was, uh, you know, last year for us, I, I think when we look back at, at the year, uh, in, in its Totality. I think uh, you know there were some positives that came out of that. I think that the, that the number one thing, one and one A, maybe was we had an unbelievable group of kids um, who who, uh, who did everything we asked them to do. Uh, they they worked extremely hard uh, on the field, off the field. Um, it was a lot of fun to be around those guys, and it was frustrating that we uh, you know that we we were only able to win as many games as we did just because of the fact that it was such a good group and you wanted to see those guys be, you know, be successful on the field. And so, uh, it was frustrating for all of us, but, uh, uh you know, the second thing I think we can take away from that group was, was we were extremely close. Uh, we lost a bunch of one run and two run games. You know, we were right in most of the games that we played, uh, and it was, you know, you look back and, and it was a hit here or it was an error there. And you really, we really try to identify uh, all the areas that really hurt us, and those moments in those games that um, you know you can point to where you know somebody took advantage of maybe a mistake that we made.
0: Mike Machma back, and obviously having a guy like that back on the mound is is pretty significant. That's one thing that this program always seems to have is, is a, a an exciting arm. It, just w- when you watch Mike, what 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 stands out for you about him?
1: Well, yeah, Mike had a Mike had a good year for us last year. Uh, you know, went out to the Cape and uh, you know worked on some things. I think Mike got better. Uh, you know, the velocity continues to get better. Uh, you know, it's a six. I think uh, uh, you know he'll be a dynamic guy for us on the weekend as will Mason Erla, uh, who will uh, you know really he went out to the cave for about a week or two and then we kind of shut him down uh, after that but I think he's going to be an outstanding one uh, as well We have a junior college transfer named indigo Diaz who's a who's a big arm uh, reminds me a little bit of Dakota Meccas that may not be fair to to uh, compare him to Dakota, but, uh, you know, his spin rate is outstanding, and he's, uh, he's a guy that just really started to pick the ball up, and, uh, ball seems to explode out of his hand. And so on the pitching side of it, you know, we feel really good. Um, you know, I was really pleased with how we pitched it a year ago as well, and I think we've, uh, we've shown a, a propensity to, to throw it real well, um, you know, on the mound. I think that'll continue. Defensively, it was a little disappointing last year. Uh, we kicked it around a little bit too much, and, you know, we need to get better offensively, but, uh, uh, you know, like, again, a bunch of young guys that I think are going to
0: continue to improve. On the podcast today, we also have um, we, we've got Patrick Fredrickson from Minnesota, and obviously, what Minnesota did this year was was so impressive, going to the Super Regional, and what Patrick did was was pretty impressive too, as as a freshman. But when you look at what Minnesota did, you know, what does that say about the Big Ten and, and where it is uh, when you have a team like Minnesota that you know can be a top ten kind of team and um you know really explode the way that they did this year
1: well yeah the league just continues to get better and better and better you know and I was uh, i've been in the league a while now this is our 11th season here but i spent uh, three years uh, as an assistant in the conference as well and, and so i can tell you you know based on my experience i think the league is, is in as good a place as it has been in a long long time maybe going back to the uh, to the early 80s um you know i think uh, evidence by what Minnesota obviously did last year, uh, with a lot of young guys on the mound especially. Um, but that's a John Anderson coach team. You know, you always want to play those guys early in the season and you feel like you got a better chance because they just seem to always get better and better and better as the season wears on. And, uh, you know, they don't beat themselves. They do the little things right. Um, and, and, you know, maybe... I guess similar to our football team or our basketball team, they don't always get necessarily the, the big four and five star recruits, but, uh, you know, but John gets them ready to play and, and those guys develop as I think guys in our league do. You know, I think we, we're outs, we do an outstanding job in our conference from top to bottom at developing players, at, uh, at getting guys ready to play um, at a high level both here and at the next level. And, you know, you go back to Indiana, uh, getting to the College World Series, uh, the job that Tracy did there, and then Chris took over and, and really did a great job there. I mean, again, you know, Mark Wasikowski at Purdue has a great year last year. Rick Heller uh, at Iowa has, has really brought that program um, a, a long, long way. You go up and down the list, um, you know, there are some r- really good coaches in this league that do an outstanding job of developing players. And, uh, you know, I think you see the benefit of hosting a regional. And I think, you know, uh, you know, Illinois hosted a regional a few years ago, won it. Uh, Indiana hosted a regional, won it. Uh, look at Minnesota hosting a regional, won it. Uh, and so if, at the end of the year, you know, I, I would take the teams in our conference over over anybody, um, given the opportunities that uh, that we may have to, to host regionals and, and things like that. And it's no secret that if you want to get to Omaha, you got to host. And so we're starting to get more and more of those opportunities, and hopefully that continues.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Always always an exciting time in the Big Ten, and we'll look forward to, to seeing what what it has to offer and what Michigan State has to offer uh, this spring. Uh, thank you very much again, Coach Boss, for, for joining me here on the, the Baseball America podcast. It was a good time talking about uh, sparring baseball and, and everything you guys have been up to this fall.
1: Well, my pleasure, Teddy. Thanks for having me. All
0: right, that was uh, Michigan State Coach Jake Boss again, and, and thank you again, uh, Coach Boss, for for coming on and, and talking all of, all about uh, you know fall ball. What you guys have been up to? Um, you know, as as you heard, the the Spartans have had quite quite a busy fall already. They're only halfway through, and uh, I know some teams, uh, the the Southern teams, are, are really only just getting started. But when you when you are in Michigan, uh, it gets cold soon, so you gotta gotta get it going a little sooner. And um, you know, like he said, you know they have plenty of things they can do during the winter. Just gotta. It's all about how you put the put the puzzle together of the offseason never never an easy task no matter where you are i i've been impressed by what college like i mentioned before the interview i've just been impressed by the way college baseball teams interact with uh, with the miracle league group it's such a you know fun thing to see the players do that and, and I, it really is meaningful as as coach boss uh, mentioned about you know just how much Uh, his players get out of it so again that that's great to see and and for for all the teams that do that around the country uh so moving gears now we're we're going to get into it with uh minnesota right-hander patrick frederickson again he was a freshman all-american this last spring fantastic season with the gophers uh and now we'll see what the gophers and what what patrick have uh for 2019 should still be a pretty good group up there especially when you have him back you have fellow freshman All-American Max Meyer back. He was outstanding as a closer for Team USA this summer. You know, so the, the Gophers have some, some changes on the offensive side, but this year they have a lot of pitching back, and and really that starts with uh, with those two guys, among others. But when you have two freshman arms, with the kind of year that those two had coming back, that you know you would figure it portends good things for this spring. So, Patrick's going to talk to us a little bit about um, you know what. What, last, what happened last year, what allowed him to have that kind of quick success in college baseball and, and spinning forward now how he wants to, um, you know, look at his sophomore year and, and beyond and, and how he can improve going forward with the Minnesota program. So here we have uh, Patrick Frederickson, uh, Minnesota sophomore right-hander. Well, welcome to the Baseball America College podcast, Patrick. We're happy to have uh, you on here as, uh, as you get fall ball thank ready you. to go. So thank you for joining us uh, here today.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: You um, obviously coming off a, a really strong freshman year, freshman All-American, uh, you know, Minnesota goes all the way to, to Super Regional last year, wins the Big Ten, and uh, just a, a fantastic year, and you were a huge part of that. Just how did the um, transition to college, how, how did you go about making that so that you were able to, to be ready to have that kind of success So quickly in your college career.
2: Well, um, honestly, there's there wasn't much of a transition from high school to college. Uh, Obviously, I I didn't really try and change too many things. You know, in high school, I um, it's sort of the same same philosophy I, I had in high school. I mean, you're trying to get you're trying to help your team win. You're trying to pitch as best you can. Um, and honestly, you know, there's no real major transition. I, uh, what I tried to tell myself is that it's the game. It hasn't changed at all. It's still, still the same game. And, um, you know, it's, it's better competition, but you know, you can still. You know, just go out there and have a lot of confidence and, um, just try and compete uh, the best you can for your team. I mean, uh, I wasn't really expecting, I had, uh, I wasn't really expecting to have sort of the, the year and the numbers I did last year. Um, but, you know, it just happened, I guess. And, you know, as a team, we're, we're, uh, we're looking forward to, uh, picking off right where we left off um, uh, going into this fall you know it's, it's it's exciting to see all like new faces and talent and yeah I already uh, really excited for the season to start so
0: yeah I mean you uh the the way you came in to the rotation uh, the, the whole pitching staff in general was kind of in a newer spot last year do you feel like Uh, You know, with so many different guys stepping into roles, even the upperclassmen that were back, do you feel like that helped you guys kind of learn together to mesh together as as your own kind of group?
2: Yeah. um, Our coach, he talks about having a a sort of a drive mentality. Like, we're all here for each other, and we all want each other to succeed and uh, help our team the best we can. And so last year... um, we have lost a few arms and no one really knew what the rules were going to be. That's sort of the thing uh, this year as well. I mean, not to it, uh, everyone's you know, trying to sort of make an impression, not only for themselves, but for the, the coaching staff and the team. And uh, the coaches, they're going to, like, no matter how, what good or bad you did last year. They're going to, they're going to see, you know, if you can pitch, if you can compete and uh, give it your all, like you're going to play. And it really, like I said, it doesn't matter how good or bad you did last year. That's sort of what they're looking for. And so um, that's why everyone's all all really excited to uh, begin this, uh, this fall and carry it over into the season. Um, I know last year there were some guys who might not have had the best fall, um, uh, pitching wise, but they managed to sort of, uh, find themselves a lot of playing time just because, you know, stuck with it and, um, develops throughout, throughout the fall and winter and we're ready to go during the spring. So it's, anything can really happen. And, um, you know everyone's looking forward to it obviously we have a lot of guys uh, a lot of pitchers on the staff returning we lost a few but um it, it looks good from a pitching perspective uh this upcoming season and uh I, myself and my teammates couldn't be more excited for it so um yeah we're just really looking forward to it
0: yeah for sure um you know, you went 9-0 and last year, uh, 186 ERA. Like I mentioned, um, you guys made it to a super regional, the first super regional in program history, won the Big Ten, won the Big Ten tournament. Um, have you had time to reflect on any of that? Or, um, you know, what kind of memories are you going to take from, from that season?
2: I'd say the the, the best memories I'm going to get from the season are sort of, um, uh, the things that aren't baseball during the season last year, I, I found enjoying just the little things, uh, you know, like whatever it was like on the road or just, uh, hanging out with some of your buddies. Um, I, I found that a lot of fun as well as, you know, going out there and pitching. But, um, I mean, as far as the season itself, uh, I, f- I found, you know, going back to the Pacific Northwest and pitching in front of a you know, a really good program and rich history of, you know, winning in Oregon state. Um I found that was just a lot of fun uh, even though we lost. Like I I I'd say that was probably uh, the most fun I uh, I had last year I, and I had um I had family and friends there supporting me and so um after the games i sort of got to connect with them and that's what i really enjoyed the most um i'd say it was more outside the lines than inside but overall like putting it together they were, it was just an just an awesome year so i'm you know looking forward to having that those same kind of memories this year as i did last year
0: you mentioned there going back to, to pitching in the Pacific Northwest uh, against Oregon State and that's super. You know, you're, you're a native of Washington. Can you just uh, you know, kind of explain how you went from there to, to Minnesota? What, what led you to, to choose the Gophers?
2: Well, you know, I uh, reached out and expressed interest in the school and was lucky enough to um, have uh, Coach Rob Fornasier come out and Watch me pitch and I was just, you know, the, the way he went about things, I was just, uh, really bought into it, I should say. And so, um, I, uh, you know, him and the rest of the coaching staff sort of, and along with that, just the, the program itself, um, the people on the team, I, it, it was hard to say no to, um, as well as academics. I mean, it was probably, uh, looking back on it, it's definitely safe to say it was my best option coming here. Um, And it's only getting better. I'm only having more fun as I go along. Um, But as far as the recruiting process the school had, and they still currently use, I mean, it's just very – very respectable and it's it they make you want to decide if you want to come here or not they don't put pressure on you to come here which really sort of opened my eye to to the University of Minnesota and overall probably one of the bigger reasons I chose school here um, so I just I really enjoy the way things are run around here and um, the professionalism that our coaches expect from us and sort of uh, teach us. Um, It's it's just a top-class school and athletic program. So I'm pretty happy I chose to go to school here.
0: Outstanding. Um, you, know, you mentioned how excited you and, and your teammates are for the start of this next season and, and fall ball. And, uh, so what did what yeah. you, uh, you, know, you do to get ready for that uh, over the summer, and, and what are you looking forward to, to working on uh, this fall?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, over the summer, I actually didn't play anywhere. Um, myself, or my coaches and I uh, decided that I – would benefit more from resting over the summer. Um, but this summer I, uh, I did a lot of strength. Uh, I had a, uh, I had a strength program that was sent to me as well as the other pitchers. And I, uh, I completed that. I, um, it was really fun. Uh, some interesting exercises, um, that I feel like, uh, well, now that I'm throwing again, I've sort of fine-tuned and helped some of my mechanics. Um, and so, you know, all, uh, other, than, other than, you know, working out and and throwing uh, the last month of summer, uh, I, I just sort of just took some time and relaxed and worked a little bit. Um, but uh, I went by really fast, and, you know, here I am. Ready for this ball. Uh, As far as what I want to work on this ball, um, uh, obviously, I uh, I want to try and keep the same attitude I did as uh, as last year, and uh, just fine tune some mechanical stuff. Um, You know, just keep throwing, keep throwing my pitches, and you know, not not backing down from. From anyone at any time, just going out there and competing—that's that's all I all I can really try and do. You,
0: you went nine and zero last year. The team wins the conference title. I mean, all of that is in your freshman year. What do you do now uh, to follow that up as a sophomore? Where what, what do your goals uh, for this this next year?
1: Well,
2: I was my goals this upcoming year are it, it's completely unrelated to any numbers or anything. Um, I was told a couple times over the summer that uh, I'm probably not going to have the same numbers and statistics I did my freshman year, and I honestly could care less about those numbers. Um, As long as I improve and help my team out in winning, uh, that's all that matters. I wouldn't say I really have any... Goals as far as you know, how many strikeouts I I want, or how many innings I want to pitch. Uh, I want to focus on just going out there and helping our team try and make it to the College World Series.
0: Certainly understandable. Well, Patrick, I'll, I'll get you out of here on this last question. Um, Max Meyer, your your classmate, had a sensational season of his own. Um, how much fun is it watching him pitch at the end of games? You know, knowing that. The, with him in there, you guys are, have a lead, and and he has a pretty good chance at at uh, you know sealing up that victory for you.
2: Yeah, no, Ma- Max is, he's really fun to watch. Um, he's lights out, and he also has a really bright upside. Um, he's he's a good guy and really good teammate, and uh, you know watching him pitch out there, it's it's always a good feeling. It's always sort of reassuring to see him out there. I mean. Uh, what he had? I don't think he he had what tied the save record last season. I mean, as a freshman, that's pretty unbelievable. so and you know he also you know he's improved a lot. he uh, he looks a lot stronger and he's actually starting to take more at bats and work on uh, like becoming more of a a two way player um, and our coaching staff is sort of. Uh, supporting that as well so yeah it's always fun watching him pitch and he uh i i know he'll have the same success if not better this year than he did this past year
0: well patrick thank you very much uh for joining us here on the the baseball american college podcast we'll be excited to watch you guys uh at minnesota again this spring see what uh see what the yeah what this season has in store for the gophers
2: yeah no thanks a lot for the interview
0: Thank you again, Patrick, for joining the Baseball America College podcast. Uh, Great stuff there about the Gophers. And, uh, you know, I I just find it interesting when a kid, um, you know, from a place like the Pacific Northwest goes all the way out to Minnesota, just how that works. You know, recruiting is something that's very much on my mind right now, having just finished up our our recruiting rankings and and everything that goes along with that. So, I mean, to see how the pieces of that all fit together and a kid from – From Washington comes out to to pitch for Minnesota, you know, is a is an interesting story, and obviously a a one that Minnesota is very happy to have had happen for them because he again was was sensational as a freshman. And I'm sure uh, over the next couple years he's he's gonna be a mainstay of that pitching staff again, and you know, just a a great find by that coaching staff and, and a great job by by Patrick to to put himself in a position to succeed. So I mentioned that we have the recruiting rankings out those you can find those over at baseballamerica.com and uh, we go far I, the top 25 is out I mentioned that on on last week's show and obviously um, we go much beyond the top 25 though we have the top 25 full in-depth uh, breakdowns of those classes you can also find the next 10 the 10 schools that kind of just missed the cut uh, with with the uh, breakdowns of their classes and and then this week we also have uh, about a dozen under the radar classes. These are these are classes from maybe smaller programs or, or, or smaller conferences, but they're still very notable. They're they're uh, classes that are you know above average for for the program, for the conference, for the region that they're in. And, and there are some fantastic players to be found at, at those schools. And um, you know you never know who's going to pop and. But it's always very exciting to hear about these freshmen, these junior college transfers coming in that are going to impact uh, these teams and and college baseball as a whole for the next few years. So I always love putting that together, and and I hope that you guys uh, enjoy checking that out uh, over at BaseballAmerica.com. So that's kind of what we have going here at BA on the college side right now. As I've mentioned before, we're going to keep the podcast rolling this fall. Uh, hopefully we have some more exciting interview guests. Uh, you know, We had David Pierce last week. This week, of course, the Big Ten focus with, with Jake, pa- Jake Boss of Michigan State and Patrick Fredrickson over at Minnesota. We'll have some more good stuff throughout the fall. So remember to, uh, to subscribe uh, on your favorite uh, podcast app. Rate us, review us—all uh, of that stuff helps in terms of uh, you know helping people discover the podcast. You know the, those algorithms love it when uh, people interact. So let us know how we're doing. Let us know who you would like to hear on the podcast. Uh, leave us a review there, or or feel free to uh, to to drop me a line on Twitter. I'm at Ted Cahill. So yeah, just let us know who you uh, who you'd like to hear from because. You know I have ideas, but you guys have ideas too, and I, I would love to to hear uh, you know what what you're thinking, who you uh, are looking to hear from as we get into the fall here. We'll get more players, more coaches, uh, some alumni on as well to to talk college baseball as we go through the fall here. So remember to check out baseballamerica.com. In addition to all of the college content over there, it's uh, we're into what we call prospect season. The Top 20 prospects in each minor league. We're unveiling those. We've got. Uh, we're into the Double A leagues already, and we're, we're working our way down to the uh, to the lower ends. Um, so plenty of good stuff there. And before you know it, we'll be ranking the top 10 prospects for all 30 big league teams, and that goes into our prospect handbook, which you can pre-order on BaseballAmerica.com right now. I believe that's BaseballAmerica.com slash store uh, and you can pre-order that or any of our other 2019 books there, the Almanac. Uh, the directory, all, all of your favorite Baseball America uh, publications can be found there and pre-ordered. So check that out. Check out the recruiting rankings. I put in a lot of work on that. Uh, so make sure you uh, you read read that uh, and and let me know um, who you would love to hear from on the Baseball America College podcast going forward. So thank you all for listening. Thank you to, to Jake Poss and Patrick Fredrickson for uh, hopping on with me. I've been Teddy Cahill and